0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Michelle Mission, Two Men, One Podcast, every black film ever made. I am Vincent Williams of It's All Soul, Wednesdays eight to ten. And I am joined as always by
1: Yo, what's up, Holly, your boy? This is Len, aka The Bat
0: Tribble. And on this episode, we travel back to my favorite decade, Mm. the (coughs) seventies. And we are, this is our first film with one of the most iconic figures from this decade. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you like that, right? Mm-hmm. You like that, right? Yeah, I like that. I actually, actually what you did there. I mean, but that's part of, of the critique. One of the most iconic figures of this decade, Miss <laughs> Pam Greer. And I would argue her finest film from this period, Coffee. Coffee. But... Before we get to coffee, I think we we have a little business, uh, Mr. We do Webb.
1: have a little business, and we got like a little mini review that we have to give people. But first and foremost, we've been away for a little bit. We took last week off.
0: Yes, we didn't uh, take it off. I don't like that language. Like we didn't take it off. Okay, it's
1: like what were we doing,
0: or like what were you doing, and then I did it later.
1: Um, I was I was with I was working, and I was with my grandson. What was I doing? I don't remember. <laughs> I thought you were at, at the Wonder Woman screening. I was at Wonder screening. Woman. Yes, I was at Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. Yeah, I was. I, yeah, I took it off because I had um, uh, press passes to go see Wonder Woman um, right. early.
0: So I went to see Wonder Woman,
1: and then you saw and it. And
0: then I saw it that weekend with my daughter. I didn't go with the
1: conglomerate. Of Tribbles. Of, of Tribbles, because yes. I wanted to see it with my little girl, Oh, that's sweet. Well, you know. That's very precious. And we'll talk about exactly what we thought about Wonder Woman in a moment, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. But first, as always, we like to uh, get into the feedback that we've gotten from each and every one of you. We thank each and every one of you for your feedback to the show Mission, including on iTunes, where we love to get rankings and ratings. Absolutely. We'll find the show.
0: Please, please tell a friend, tell a neighbor.
1: Shytown town Mindy. All right. Gave us a five star review on iTunes. Oh, thank you. Chi town Mindy. She says it's about time. Oh, all right. I love movies and love movie podcasts, but do get frustrated that many of the same movies are reviewed over and over again. The Michaud Mission remedies this through its mission of covering every black movie ever made. The hosts have fabulous, entertaining discussions about black cinema covering Oscar black exploitation, and Tyler Perry films as part of the mission, so don't hate them for this. <laughs> the podcast has introduced me to films I may have missed as well as giving me an excuse to revisit films. I love highly recommend this podcast. Oh, thank you. Shot Mindy. We greatly appreciate absolutely, that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And thank you for um, taking the time to find us. I'm yes. a lover of movie podcasts as well. Yes. Um, and it, you know, it's nice to know that there are other lovers of movie podcasts that find our little show. Yes, yes, yes. And check us out. And uh, we appreciate everyone that goes on to iTunes. If you leave us a review, that's great. If you just give us a, a ranking, uh, a rating of the five, star, five stars, that's great as well. The more that we get, the the more that it uh, raises our profiles within iTunes and more and more people um, that are looking for movie podcasts are more likely to run across the Michelle mission. Yes. And become another one of our lovely and beloved Michelle missionaries. Yes. So please spread the word. Please do. Um, we have people follow us on Twitter and on Instagram thank you I put out there on Instagram uh, our question of the day uh, a while ago was what black film in any genre
0: mm-hmm. do you
1: want to see made Arson the voice of reason said he wants to see the origin of Lando Calrissian.
0: yeah 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 made into a movie I think they're going to try and sneak that Into Into the the hand hand solo, Solo
1: yeah, yeah. I mentioned that I wanted to see an adaptation of Binti by Nettie Okerfor. Oh, yeah, Okafor. I I think I'm pronouncing her her last name correctly. Um, And uh, that actually was uh, championed by Jared Axelrod at Planet X, who said an adaptation of Binti would be amazing. Okay. All right. and that's definitely a sci-fi yeah novel and sequel. Yeah. that is just begging to be made into uh either a feature film or maybe even a TV series. Maybe even a TV. We're fans of the TV series. Much like the uh novel by Matt Ruff, Lovecraft Country.
0: It's yeah. a 2016 yeah. dark fantasy yeah. horror novel. I actually, I want to read that this summer. Really? Yeah, it's on my list. That and Underground Railroad. Like I'm just gonna read all the black novels that they're gonna make television shows out of.
1: <laughs> well, they already made Underground Railroad. No, no.
0: The the oh, so
1: the, the, the TV the Colson
0: the Colson Whitehead Underground oh, Railroad. Okay. that's the fantasy. Right, novel. right, yeah. right,
1: right, right. That's right, that's right. Okay. Yeah, uh, and that's already been being made. They
0: as well? are. I think that got option for HBO as well.
1: Wow, because yeah. I know that Lovecraft Country is being optioned for a series. <clears throat> By uh, HBO, that's going to be executive produced by Jordan Peele and JJ Abrams. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be with Misha Grey as the showrunner. Yeah, Uh, it's a horror fiction of HP Lovecraft and racism in the United States during the era of Jim Crow, as experienced by Black science fiction fan Atticus Turner and his family. Yes. Yes. It sounds like it's going to be really. Sounds like it can really be real dope. good. It sounds like it's, it's actually probably a dope book. I'm just not mm-hmm. a reader of books like that. Okay, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a purely comic book and autobiography. Sure, sure, type sure. Of guy. But I, I, you like what you like. I like what I like, and mm-hmm. I'm just not going to front and say I'm going to read it. Right. But even though I did read Binti and I loved it. Right. Right. But Binti was small, and I said like, I can read this, and then I read it in a day, and I right, liked it. Right. But uh, Lovecraft Country, that sounds pretty dope, and I'm looking forward to uh, checking that out on HBO. Yes. Uh, let's see what else did we have? We had a few people hit us up and um, talk about the the movies that they wanted to see made. Let me just pull up our little hashtag that we created for this, which is hashtag MMOd. The mayor trouble, Dan Dinkins. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's kind of joking. Uh in response to a black film in any genre that he wants to see made. He said a remake of Petey Wheatstraw. Petey Wheatstraw, the devil's son in law. Yeah. I don't know if you can improve on perfection. You think that was perfection?
0: I'm joking. Because <laughs> you know it's Rudy Ray Moore. Yes, I'm actually messing with you. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> I'm like, okay. Okay. Um, Stephanie Ray Glass of, practic- of Practitioners TV said, Does Three Parts Dead by Max Gladstone count?
0: I have no idea what that is.
1: I have no idea about
0: that either. But I well, like
1: it. Well, I guess maybe it's a book that she wants to right, see. Right, right. She into made a into a film. Okay, all right. And Arson of Voice of Reason also, along with The Origin of Lando Calrissian, wants to see the Shaft Origin series made into a movie. Boy, I've been arguing for that for like a year. That was the um the comic that was yeah, done by Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's funny I, I listened to our Cleopatra Jones episode to prepare for tonight and and we were talking about The Shaft. The uh, David Brothers Shaft series then as well. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah, that's that that would be fantastic.
1: Oh, yeah, that that would be pretty dope. And, I, and I I'm trying to I'm drawing a blank on the guy that wrote the book. It was uh David um that wrote the comic? Yeah. David um
0: I'm saying David Brothers. It's David. Um,
1: David. I'm
0: just, uh. No, no, no. It's it's, it's it's the brother. See, I'm calling him brother. It's the brother that um, just finished writing. He's writing Luke Cage now. I know.
1: I know David Walker. David Walker. David Walker. I had to. I had to bring it to mind. Yeah. I, I, it took me a while. He also wrote that great Nighthawk
0: comic series that the very first issue I said, oh, there's no way this this might get canceled right now in the middle of me reading it. And it only went six issues, Nighthawk versus Corrupt Policeman in Chicago. I said, oh, boy, yeah, little- <laughs> let me go ahead and grab this. Yeah. And, I, and it did not last long. <laughs> no, no, no. Six issues and they threw out a trade.
1: Unfortunately, a couple of the comics have dropped off because then um, I think. Black Panther and the crew, that got canceled. Yeah, that got canceled by the second issue as well. Yeah, that was... Boring.
0: Which is what happened to the original run of the crew. So it's like a tradition. Very true.
1: It's a tradition. Yes. Unlike any other yeah. <laughs> it, uh, issue and a half. Well, maybe they can put together the two and then you've got a <laughs> you got 12 issues. you got to trade. You, know, you wouldn't even have 12 issues. I know. You just, I know. You wouldn't even have three issues. I actually think they...
0: And, and we're getting into comic weeds now. But, but I think they folded that first crew... Series into one of the Black Panther okay um, traits. All right, yeah.
1: So since we are in the comic book weeds, let's um, take that side step into comic book movies. Okay, um, the
0: the movie of the moment right it, it, now it, it, is is it, Woman. is it fair to call it a phenomenon?
1: I don't know. If, I don't know if phenomena is is the right word, but it's definitely a hit. Yeah, oh I yeah. I mean, $223 million worldwide yes. over the weekend 100. Yes, 5 million domestically. Wonder yes. Woman starring Gal Gadot, mm-hmm. um Chris Pine, Chris Robin Pine. Wright, Connie Nielsen, directed by Patty Jenkins. Directed by Patty Jenkins? Is it's not even a question. The best movie that the Warner Brothers DC Comics universe has put out. Yes. In their in their shared universe, yes. Series. So this this counts like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, yes. Um It has been a colossal hit. It's already been signed on, of course, as you can imagine, for the sequel. Patty Absolutely, Jenkins is signed on for the sequel. Um, Gal Gadot, we know she's already signed on. We're going to be seeing her in November in, in the Justice, Justice League, League, which. Movie. Oh you boy. saw it. You took your daughter to I see did. the movie. How, I did. I'm curious. Before we get into your thoughts about the movie, how does she like the movie? Oh, is she, she a Wonder Woman it. fan? I mean, I guess as the symbol and the okay. icon,
0: like like okay. she's not reading any comic books or anything, mm-hmm. but but like she knows who she is. Okay. Like, dare I say, how most American girls know, know Wonder her. Woman. Like they know who even she if they're is. They're not
1: following her. Right. Or when it,
0: way where She loved it. Like I looked over at one point and she was doing the the, the bullets and bracelets. Moves with her arms. Wow! Yeah, and she's twelve. Wow. So you know, so she's at that point where you know she's a little bit too cool for school. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she
1: loved it. Yeah, she absolutely loved it. It's not. It's um, it's it's hard not to get swept up in something like that. I was listening to a podcast. Um, I was actually listening to the Slash Film Podcast, and they were doing their review of Wonder Woman, and someone was talking about how. They took their daughter to the movie, mm-hmm. and there, at one moment, Wonder Woman is um did th- did something totally totally badass as she does yes. frequently in this movie. She does a lot of there's a lot of badassery yes in this movie, um, and she she did something and and the little girl and i think he sa- said the daughter was like about 7 or 8 years old yeah like jumped up and was like yes yeah oh yeah and like but like jumped up in a way that was like very enthusiastic but he felt like oh this might be like you know get on some people's nerves so he started to reach on her shoulders like come on baby you got to be a little bit more and like before his hand could hit his shoulder Everybody else was around him, like, yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And he said, "Wow, well, he, he it never made him feel more prouder." Yeah, you know, in in a moment. So, um, it, it's hard not to get to get wrapped up in the swell of of women and little girls, yeah, that are just so excited about seeing someone that looks like them on the screen. Yeah kick it especially yeah. the, like the opening scene in Themascara. yeah
0: I was about to say just just the women in general yeah like I appreciated the Amazons mm-hmm. and you know the full range of races yes. and nationalities and body types and body types yes. like like you could tell Patty Jenkins had a lot to do with this film Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't just a
1: hired gun, as we say sometimes. Right, 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 right. So your daughter was a, a very enthusiastic fan of the film. How yes. about yourself? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: I actually liked it a lot. I think um, Gail Good- Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot has a lot of personality, a lot of charisma. I think um, she embodied the fish out of water and and that sort of um, altruism. Mm-hmm. That like pure altruism that I think has been missing from yes. DC. Yes, like like you know my my you know and I don't even want to get into the, the the holy wars that is fighting about the Superman movies, mm-hmm. but in my mind this is what Superman should have been. Yeah, like you do what's right because it's right. Mm-hmm. Full stop. You know you're not tortured. You're not. You do what's right because it's right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and I liked it. I mean you know. It it ran too long. True, you, you know, but um, two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it it ran too long, but but it really that really is a quibble. Like by by the time it got to the point where it was running too long, it had garnered so much good feeling you from me for- that I was I just rode with it. Right, but yeah, I liked it a lot.
1: I did like it. I um, in my review that we did on Spoiled Tribbles, which you can hear on the Black Tribbles. Um, Feed, uh, I I admittedly r- rip into it. Um, Why? Well, I ripped into it for two reasons. One, while I think that Gal Gadot was asked to play naive in this movie mm-hmm. uh, because that's what's the character of Wonder Woman at this time, I thought that there were times where. There were times when she was acting naive and then there were times where I thought her acting was a little naive. And it was just and, and, All right. and that and that kind of bothered me. Um even though for the most part I did think that she was game for it. Sure. Um but the biggest crime to me uh in that in that film was at the end when seemingly and I and I I I'm coming along to the argument that you can see this both ways. What seemingly at the end, where she only gathers the strength and the wherewithal to defeat the big bad mm-hmm. because of seeing a guy die. So was, right, right. But I see what for you're the, saying for the love of a guy. Yeah, you know now yeah. she can she can do this. Where yeah. I thought that there was enough reasoning given to. Her and her character and to the circumstance throughout the film to have bolstered, given given her the the, sure. the oomph that sure. she gets. And now it's been argued to me it was argued to me on spoiled tribbles. It's been argued to me in like conversations with other people that they didn't read it necessarily that way, right? Even though they admitted that you could, yeah. they read it that you know maybe it was just. The fact of the selfless nature of man's love, yeah, that that spurred her on, right? Which post- is how, which is how I read it, right? Yeah, and, and maybe I and and there's a part of me that wants to read it that way, that wants to go with that argument. I think the reason why, and and I I, I lucked on this today. The reason why I don't read it that way is because right then, as she is because at that moment that this happens, try not to give certain things away. Right, right. Um, at this moment that this happens... I mean,
0: I mean, let's just go ahead and move into spoilers.
1: Alright, well, spoiler. This is
0: your spoiler This, this is alert. spoiler.
1: This... Spoiler alert for Wonder Woman. Right, alright. Right.
0: So stop and fast forward a fast few forward minutes. Fast forward a couple, of mi- a couple minutes.
1: Right. At this moment in the film, she's pinned under yeah. like steel by the big bad. Right. Um... And she's seeing, like you know, the, the, her compatriots being being mowed down, and her her one love, yes, um, flying to his death. Right. Steve Trevor sacrifices himself. Right. I buy the whole. Which I thought was great. Which I thought it was great, and I thought Chris Pine was great in this movie. I'm a big Chris Pine fan. I know you could care less about him. I mean, he has one gear, but I mean, if you like that gear, well, I think it's I, a nice gear it's Any- a good gear but go ahead <laughs> anyway um and i could i buy the argument about the the whole selfless acts and everything like that except that while she's being pinned there by the big bad and watching that go on it was at that moment that she remember her head now is clear enough that she can uh in a quick flashback to just a few moments earlier she hears what Steve had told her right. before he flew off. Right. Was that basically like that he loved her. Yes. And I felt like having her hear that right at that moment shifts the, the wind beneath her wings into a more romantic notion Sure. Then I think people actually are saying that they read it as I think that's fair, but and, and I think that's why it, it, that really bothers. But me. even that read, I like it
0: because it is an inversion of what we have seen
1: In countless times.
0: Yes. But you know, it. I mean, it's when it's, 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 the, it's,
1: woman it's the the old gosh.
0: joke. You know, this yeah. time it's personal. Yeah, and and you know, and you you, you know, you fridge the girlfriend or you mm-hmm. fridge the wife, and that gives him the added motivation, right? Too so. Even reading it like that. It still kind of works. It still works for me. And then not for nothing, you know, one thing I was wondering about the whole film is how they were going to get Steve off the board. Like, what were they going to do with Steve Trevor? Like, it's the Steve Trevor problem. Right. And I think every incarnation of Wonder Woman, it's the Steve Trevor problem. Like, Steve Trevor is ultimately not good enough as an ongoing mate for Wonder Woman. Mm. And and it doesn't make sense for her to be with him. But why doesn't it? Superman is innately looking for humanity and 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 he's you know the it's the man part that's important, not the super part. Okay. Lois Lane is his equal. Lois Lane is, you know, sort of this ultimate human, like everything he loves about humanity is in Lois Lane. Okay. Batman, whether you're talking about um, Talia al Ghul or you're talking about Catwoman, both have this kind of darkness in them. Right. So you kind of see them working together. Okay. Wonder Woman, quite honestly, I don't see a space for romantic love with Wonder Woman. Like, Wonder Woman is a singular person. Hmm. Like, 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 I'm on my own. I'm a paragon of all of these different attributes. I'm doing all of this stuff and I know we got to give her a mate, especially since if Wonder Woman is by herself and especially on Paradise Island, like like within moments you start t- thinking about lesbians and we can't have that.
1: Well, man is not necessary for pleasure as we've learned right, in right. Wonder Woman,
0: which I thought that was handled very well. Handled very well. Very well. But I never I never really Bought the Steve Trevor thing, and then you know you started you set it in World War one, mm-hmm. you know you kinda established she's an immortal, so you you know I was wondering was it going to end with her and this old wrinkled up man okay. sitting next to her, so then you okay. have that creepy aspect
1: of it. And then you also, with that, then you've got the whole uh, another, you know, um, comparison to Captain America. Right, with right. Petty, Are Petty they going to do it
0: like the TV show where she dated him in World War One, or in this case, World War, you know, World War Two on the television show, right. but then he has a son that looks, in the just pre- like him. that looks just like him. So, I was just happy to get him off the board. Yeah, like, they let's, should never
1: like, be too Lionel Wagner.
0: Like, you like just. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get, one is enough. You get Steve Trevor off the board. Now she's kind of doing her thing. Um, I think that's a fair critique. I don't think it bothered me in the
1: least. Either way, regardless of my my feelings on the movie, I wanted the movie to be a a smash success, and it and is. And I am very very happy that it is. I am just glad DC got a win, and it is. It, is, but you are right. It is so much. It's it's so much better.
0: Anything? Did you read the interview with Patty Jenkins where she said that 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 like the the greatest sequence in the film when she get comes out of the trench? Mm-hmm. Did you read her interview? She said the WB execs didn't want that scene at first. Really? I don't know what kind of morons did they, look did they at say Warner why, Brothers
1: why they didn't because
0: want she's it? not fighting anybody. Oh wow! Like how are we going to have this sequence? She's fighting bullets. Wow! Like she's not. Fi- I, I, I cannot, That's one of the best
1: moments. I of cannot movie. comprehend what these people are thinking about F- at Warner Brothers, especially when you dig, because again, again, this speaks to why this movie is so much better and why this movie is what Superman should have been. Her whole motivation for that is they're cutting through the trenches to get someplace else. To save people, to save people, but they but they're going, they're leaving, and she's like, no, these people right here are hurting, right? You mean to tell me that this no man's land, y'all basically are just standing pat here, and like, and these people are being put out of their their homes, and y'all can't do anything? Oh no, 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 we're going to do something right now. Right? She gets up there. She doesn't have a plan. No, she's just, But she knows that she she cannot let walk by and you said and we're going happen.
0: to do something she didn't say that she that's said true.
1: she said I'm going to
0: do something that's very true yes now right. y'all are welcome to come but this I'm I'm out right so I gotta go handle some business so yeah wonder what you know good stuff good
1: stuff it, there is a, a, a there's a lot to like in this yeah movie. yeah good stuff there's a lot to like in this movie I am a huge fan of Robin Wright oh my god Robin Wright didn't awesome. even know she was in it she's she's no 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 I mean oh, until I saw her and I was sorry. like okay yeah yeah. yeah just a good a good movie and for those who are and this primarily goes out to one of my black troubles kennedy who was who was one was down on the casting of gal Gadot because she doesn't look amazonian to her and she is she's not the the most put together woman but she's certainly not a small woman right right uh, and she looks very athletic looks very she looks imposing enough yes as a princess and a warrior but also, just as you spoke, in the scenes which are killer on Themascara, you see all shapes, sizes, colors, creeds, and um the the entire diaspora of womanhood yes, is shown um in all its regalness and beauty and athletic charm, yes and prowess, yes, in the the beginning. Like the first third of this movie, absolutely. Um, so they do the Amazons justice and right. I thought so in this film. I thought you so. Know, th- that was that would ne- that was not a quibble of mine on this film. All right, it was very very good. All right, all right, all right, all right. Now speaking of for- empowered
0: women, yes, and women who are motivated by injuries to men, How which cool. is in in and of itself is kind of radical how about we have a little coffee how about we have a little coffee 73 's Coffee, written and directed by Jack Hill. Jack Hill, who actually discovered Pam Greer, discovered Pam Greer. This is, I believe, his third film that he worked with Pam Greer. Um, I know they did uh, Black Mama, White Mama. Yes. And uh, there was another film. That I'm not looking right at. I, I start doing this off the cuff. I was so excited. <laughs> I was so excited. Like I had it all up. The big doll house. The big doll house. So it's a big doll house and uh, black mama, white mama. But this is really her first starring role. This is the first vehicle where she carries it on her own. According to Jack Hill, appropriately enough, this happened because United Artists, the company that put out Coffee had lost the rights to Cleopatra Jones. Yep. And and the the um one of the, the owners of United Arts told Jack Hill, let's go ahead and put together a film to come out before Cleopatra Jones.
1: And it wasn't United Arts, it's American International.
0: I'm sorry, American International. American. And and Coffee was the result. Mm-hmm. And and you have um Pam Greer playing the title role Coffee. You have Booker Bradshaw as Howard uh, Brunswick. You have Robert DeCoy as the pimp King George. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, and then frankly, there are a plethora of actors that you are. You know, I don't know how familiar. I wasn't familiar with me. Like I I recognize Sid Haig's face. Okay, as Omar, but this is I
1: recognize Alan Arbus. As, um Arturo yeah I recognize him from he played the psychiatrist on many uh episodes of mash okay okay
0: but but this is a cast this is a, a pretty low-key kind of um lo-fi cast mm-hmm. and uh so yeah 1973s coffee as as you know I, I like to say when we do the you know we've we've done a few periods... Few films from this period. This is after Sweet Sweetback. This is after Superfly. This is after Shaft. So the quote unquote black exploitation period is in full effect.
1: Yes, Lynn, this was your choice. Well, uh, um, last year for June, we did the movies of Prince primarily because he had passed away, but also right, because. Right june is uh has been set aside as black music month yes um and i think it's fair to say that we kind of like forgot that we were going to do black
0: music yeah june. we did well i forgot it was june yeah this sure. year has flown it, it so really is. so you know
1: but the, um i do want to lead off on this one trying to just at least tie it in a little bit with black music mm-hmm in that this movie features a soundtrack that is largely produced by Roy Ayers. Yes, yes. Uh, Roy Ayres did- soundtrack and score. Yeah, yeah. And this movie—I'll get to what my feelings on the movie in a second. I know you like to always sing the the theme song. Coffee is the color of her skin. Yes.
0: And then you gotta do the Roy Ayers playing the vibes. <laughs> yeah right Um, the soundtrack of this movie is annoying oh my god I'm stopping the episode and leaving
1: this soundtrack like I think Roy Ayers either found these tracks like underneath a stack of magazines in his house And said, Oh, yeah, I can use these.
0: This is legitimately the most wrong headed thing that you've said in over a year of us doing this.
1: I really, like that whole coffee is the cup. That was so. Oh my God. Every piece of music in this movie got on my nerves and took away from the film. It does nothing for the film.
0: I disagree with you.
1: Feel free, but you're wrong.
0: No. You're wrong because
1: not only is the music it doesn't show any type of originality oh or God. or energy, the lyrics are nothing. Uh, Coffee is the color. Of oh, the skin. okay. Let's and then they just repeat. It okay, let's talk about On and on and on. I think let's he only about wrote the three lyrics. In please, the entire, you, this is this. this I can't even
0: be a party to this Coffee level. Coffee is of,
1: the color coffee sauna don't get me started on coffee baby because all, all he does is add D.D. Bridgewater. Just I was about to say, are baby? you
0: going to disrespect D.D. Bridgewater now, too? I love
1: D.D. Bridgewater, but she's given nothing to do.
0: This is, okay, well, what do you think about the movie? Because this, this this is a non-starter of okay, this so conversation. I did
1: not like this con- this soundtrack. And I was looking forward to it you when I see that Roy Ayers did the out sound- You are about the music. I'm looking, because I like Roy Ayers. Okay. I enjoy myself some Roy Ayers. I don't enjoy him doing. Coffee.
0: All right, all right. I disagree.
1: I mean, I think he was looking for a Shaft moment, and he oh. he he missed. He missed. He missed. Way left. Right? I like the soundtrack better than the Shaft soundtrack. Maybe so, but the Shaft soundtrack, it, like that 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 one tune, yes, is iconic. in Shaft, you don't need anything else. There's nothing iconic about the, about coffee.
0: <sighs> go, go ahead. Nothing. Go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Okay, so we got that out of the yes. way. Yes. The movie, yes, however, yes, is a hoot, okay? I enjoyed this movie, okay, so very much. um and I enjoy it because, like you say on a lot of these these films and especially the films of this era, it looks like the people are having a good time, okay. Yeah. It looks like they are having a good time. It looks like Pam Greer, plucked from virtual obscurity. Yeah, oh, yeah, point, absolutely. Given the opportunity to be the lead in a film, mm-hmm. does whatever she has to do to show you that I am worthy of the spotlight they have shined on me. And I'm not saying about, you know, like, yeah, there's more than a few scenes where her figure is. Right, is, right given it's just... And we have to address that. To you know, we
0: have to address yeah. that.
1: There's more than a few, uh, and some of them very, you know, gratuitous. Um, however, she is giving her all from an acting point of view. Mm-hmm. She is legitimately carrying this film on her back, saying ride with me and I will take you on a fun <laughs> ride to the end of this film, ladies right, and gentlemen. Right, right. And she does, from the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. When the movie starts out, she, she's like playing these two dudes. Like I'm like, y'all can't see what's coming? Right, I right. This, I didn't see my man's face was going to get blasted off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Welcome to coffee. <laughs> okay. I'm in. Coffee's been on for two minutes. <laughs> I am in this joint, yeah, man. Yeah. This movie, it, it was really... Really just uh a whole lot of fun. The the storyline, let's face it, it's it's run of the mill, it's paint by the numbers. Sure. You know, chick's gonna get a get a revenge about these these drug dealers that did you know, got her sister all hung up. Right. strung out now in, in in a rehab center, you know. Um she has like this the the uh typical good guy who wants to be her boyfriend right uh who and i think they say they
0: used to date they used to get yeah, like, you know yeah. what, what
1: happened baby right like,
0: right right ah.
1: um, and he takes his lumps Culture Kings is a podcast on the How Stuff Works network hosted by comedians Jackie's Neil and Edgar Momplaisier. Every Wednesday and Friday, these two friends dive into topics ranging from sports, music, to movies, style. They wonder whether or not Donald Glover is a genius or a weirdo. They continuously decipher Kanye West's tweets and behavior. They also have recurring segments like Queen of the Week, The List, and Top 5s like Marvel movies and video games. Listen to culture kings and subscribe on apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast and find out the best way to eat a taco no what's the best way to eat a taco that's with your hands
0: with your hands also with salsa on top of everything to hold the ingredients down it's like a layer it's the layer right so that the lettuce doesn't fall off
1: can't have falling lettuce you know, for yes, he does. He, oh, he takes some major lumps. Mm-hmm. He makes so, so much lumps. He gets lumped out of the movie. Yeah. Like, I forgot. I was like, "Where is dude?" Yeah, I'm like, I mean, expecting him at least be mentioned again. Right, no, right. No, he's like all strapped up. I mean, like he's like his arms in the sling, his legs in the sling. Um, you've got the the politician who you can tell is shady. You know uh, that she is dating. You can tell he's 100 shady. If you can't tell he's shady just by his look. Right by his slick back afro, yeah. and his big glasses. Then you should not be telling he's shady because he has breasts larger than Pamela. Oh,
0: come on, stop! So that's it's nineteen seventy three. There was no gym.
1: There, were, there was if Charles Atlas. If if um who was my man? Who was my man? Jacqueline uh, Jacqueline Lane. Yeah. Jacqueline
0: Lane could hey, find gym, hey, <laughs> hey! This shrimp cocktail is not going to eat itself. Okay. <laughs> I got shrimp cocktail and margaritas at eleven. I can't I can't with you. You know, we talked about this before probably enough with Chris Pond. You know, it's nineteen seventy-three. Men ate steak yes, and ham <laughs> and cream spinach. Yes, cream spinach. And boilermakers. All right. I'm a man. All right. Autumn calisthenics and stuff.
1: I ain't got time for that, man. But hey, God bless him. I mean, <laughs> you know, you couldn't tell him he wasn't hey, the sexiest man. thing walking. You know what I mean? Um, and then my man, I, I've I've got to give a pound to my man because I've never, you know, you will never see Robert Du Duqu- Duque <laughs> in a role. <laughs> Yeah. Quite like King George again. Because he's a character actor that shows up all the time.
0: King George. I mean. He's a pimp. He's a player. You you ain't like that song either? You ain't like King George's song? Can can you guess why? No. It's fantastic. It matches him perfectly. When he gets out of the car, it matches him perfectly perfectly. he yes, says what he is. He, You can already... S- but it's a
1: ridiculous song and he's a ridiculous figure. Okay. Alright. But the movie doesn't want you to necessarily play... It's not being played for laughs.
0: I think you're supposed to think he's ridiculous.
1: No, though. no, I don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. I think you're supposed to play... You're supposed to see him as, as pimps were rolling back in that day. And I know pimps were rolling back in that day because that's in the days that... Some a member of my family was a pimp, and I've seen his wardrobe, so I know that. It's I don't think rode. it's about
0: the wardrobe. I don't want to go too far on the King Joe because I have a theory. Like, like, and you think about the pimps, mm-hmm. the the um cinematic pimps. Okay, you got Priest from Superfly. Yes, wears the same kind of ridiculous clothes. Yes, but he pulls it off. Yes, because he's so cool. Yes, Goldie in the Mac. Yes, same thing. Max Julian. Pulls it off, yes, because he's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, even um, Willie Dynamite, and I forget the actor's name who plays Willie Dynamite. Oh, because he was on Sesame Street.
1: Yeah, um,
0: but he pulls it off because right. he's so cool. Like it's funny that you mentioned um, her boyfriend's physique, mm-hmm. because I think that's even a more apt critique of King George. <laughs> No, like they have that wonderful scene where where she disrobes and and Pam Greer is is like a statue like she's just beautiful and then he's taking off his stuff.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And he's you know,
1: <laughs> but but for but for, and I think that's deliberate. I think that is for, deliberate, but I also think that for, like you say 1973, he is a guy that's in relatively good shape. As opposed to the other guy, I guys. mean, he's no
0: Priest and Superfly, and he's no Max Julian. Like, like, and oh, okay. and, and this is not the dude that's the star of the movie. Fair enough. So they could have found a dude. Fair enough. Who kind of pulled this outfit off? Yeah,
1: they, they, fair enough. And they didn't. They they didn't. All right. Fair Go enough. ahead. I mean, fair enough. Because they could have mm-hmm. got my man from. Um, they could have got my man from Sparkle. They could have got my man from Sparkle. Yeah, he, I
0: mean, you know, we love him so much. I don't know what um, Calvin Lockhart is doing in 1973. I'm just saying you could have found someone like I think the thing I think there's a very right. political okay
1: go ahead fair enough Anyway I just I just really enjoy this movie yeah it, but also 1973 is early on in the black exploitation era mm-hmm. right very early on yeah and in uh Jack Hill you have a more than competent director yes and as thin as the storyline is, as questionably absurd as some of the, the, the settings and trappings of the film are. Okay. In the hands of a credible director such as this, this is what you can get. Yeah. A movie oh, yeah, that, that is, it's unquestionably, it's a black film. Oh, yeah. You know, it. it's steeped in the blackness of the time. Yes. You know, unapologetically so. Yet a reasonably well crafted film. Right. Because there were times along the line while I'm watching this film, I'm like, okay, what's, go, what's going to happen here? I honestly didn't see once once they, they capture coffee and they Take her out to maybe like get her high or stuff like that. Right, right, right. Off. For some reason, that switch I didn't see happen. I saw like there going to be some big shootout in the in the house. There. Right, right, right. And it, it took that was a su- surprising turn for me. Not yeah, greatly surprised. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. M Night Shyamalan. Right. But for those type of films, you know that was like oh didn't see that coming. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. and I and I like how they handled it. You know, I I like that it boiled down to her against her, the politician. Yes, not against yes, her the, boyfriend, right? The the the, the man. It's, no, it's saying not saying it's say.
0: not her taking down Mister Big.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know,
0: I have to do to have to do a disclaimer because you know I don't want to be a hypocrite. I hate people who champion, um, Gone with the Wind or birth of a nation and they basically say that the the rampant racism in it is is not a deal breaker like the racism isn't a deal breaker so therefore i'm going to focus on this other stuff okay and i've talked about that on this podcast and i've talked about it for years mm-hmm. and i think when we use a word like exploitation okay. and something be being exploitive right I think this is a very good example of it. As we said, Pam Greer's at the beginning of her career, Pam Greer doesn't have as much power in say as she will later on as she goes on her career. And there's no other way to say it. Like you 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 said gratuitous, and I think gratuitous is is a nice word for it. It's exploitation. Like the way they disrobe her on damn near every scene Mm -hmm. is is it's a lot. It's a lot and it's unnecessary. And I can understand someone arguing that because of all of that, that is a deal breaker for coffee. Okay. And perhaps it is my maleness that I don't find it a deal breaker. Mm -hmm. But if someone thinks that's a deal breaker, I I can, I definitely get it. And if you think I'm being a hypocrite, I, I get that too. Having said that, I think this is a really interesting movie. I think this is a much more interesting movie than I've ever given it credit for, frankly. And I watched it today, and 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 just to start where where you said about you know she's not taking out Mr. Big at the end. I love the fact that Coffee is not a superhero, right? Like like the coffee. She tastes of lumps. Coffee is not in the tradition of Shaft mm-hmm. or or Cleopatra I was Jones. About to
1: say or Cleopatra. Cleopatra Jones
0: clearly likes like she's the super right. Fly. Like Coffee. And and I love the fact that when the film starts, mm-hmm. coffee is already doing her thing. Yeah, like you know, her sister Od She's on a mission. She kills the person that gave her the drugs. Right. She kills the actual dealer. Yeah. And they the are running. And there are repercussions to that. Yeah. Because she has flashbacks of it. And you know, as you said, throughout the movie, she takes her lumps. She does all this stuff. And at the end, like this is one of my favorite endings of a, a movie from this period, where you know she kills. Her boyfriend, because you know, he's a hypocrite yeah. and everything that goes along with that. But this isn't a case of again back to Cleopatra Jones or any of these films where where this hero is now going off to have more adventures. Right. Like she is dispirited, she is disillusioned. You know, in the last shot, it's her just sort of on the beach. Yeah. And you don't know what's what's gonna happen from here. And I thought that was really interesting, like a really interesting sort. of 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 perspective at this moment, where we are setting up these black characters as being larger than life. Yes, Um, I love the fact that that there is no good and evil. Like like there are no. I mean, frankly, you know her her um, Carter who who you know ends up getting you know is the policeman who ends up getting basically um, Molly Wap. Yeah, Molly Wap. He's in the hospital. He's really the only moral person in the film. Yeah. Like, you know, like the the film goes out of its way to say that, you know, the politicians are in on it, the government is in on it, the police are in, like everybody yeah. is in on this and it's all because of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was a very sophisticated way to look at drugs at this moment. Like, you you know, what I just said about Carter being the moral voice, Mm -hmm. like at one point, you know, because, again, like, you know, she's having flashbacks to killing this guy and is sort of grappling with the morality of murder. And she says to him, don't you think that if someone gave your loved ones drugs that it would be right to kill them? Right. And he says, "Yeah, but where does that stop? Like like what good is it to kill a drug dealer that's trying to make money for his own habit?" Exactly. And then how far are you going to go? You just keep going and you end up murdering a farmer in Turkey. Right. And I was like, "Wow, this is this is a really sophisticated way to talk about the like we didn't talk about that and we don't talk about drugs like that except right now where suburban kids are in the midst of a opiate crisis."
1: And think about it, it's 1973 and they're having that conversation in the car when yeah. they're having it. and the dialogue is such that it still comes off relatively naturalistic yeah as a conversation yeah. not like not like oh we're we're uh, inputting this PSA right here in the middle of our film
0: yeah you know what i mean yeah another thing i forgot that i think is worth you knowing like everything i just said about it being exploitative as far as with her in the nudity which i think it is I think it's worth noting, she is this is not a rape revenge film no. like you get from this period. You know, this isn't a I spit on your grave situation. Mm-hmm. She's getting revenge for her sister. She's getting revenge for then Carter. And for someone who is so amazingly sexualized, I think it's notable the lack of like sexiness in the film. Like, like she she has sex with her boyfriend the one time. The implication is that she has sex with King George yeah, because it cuts out before you see them in bed. But the only time you actually see her having sex is with her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And I think there's something like there's a whole vein of criticism that kind of kind of positions this as a feminist film. And, you know, I don't know. Like I said, I think a lot of this. Is dependent on on how comfortable you are with the gratuitous nudity,
1: as you said. But I think it should be be pointed out, though, also that while she disrobes quite a bit in there, there's there's a fair amount of male nudity in this movie as well. Yeah, but I mean, come on. Well, there, there still is, though. I'm I, just I think the, yeah. uh, how many times does it not. It's just the woman. Yeah. So I think it's fair to. I mean, it's worth at least pointing that out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and you know. And then just to piggyback what you said, I do think in the midst of all of this going on, it's a good time. Yeah. It's a good time. I actually wrote at one point. Um, coffee goes undercover mm. as Mystique. Yeah. <laughs> the Jamaican escort, and I put, <laughs> coffee's Jamaican accent is a delight. Yes, because her accent really just consists of her speaking regularly, and then at the end of everything she says, she says "mon,"
1: pretty much,
0: <laughs> pretty much. Which I and I also like. Let me see, because I put an exclamation mark next to it also like Harriet, the lady pimp. Oh yeah, where she goes to interrogate a, a former um, patient because she's a nurse, mm-hmm. and, and then the former patient w- was a prostitute, but now she has traded managers and it's Harriet the lady pimp. That she's that's the only fight that Coffee runs from. Yeah, in the she's movie. Like, Coffee beats up non women, two policemen, and a uh, Sid Haig, but Harriet the lady pimp she runs from her.
1: Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm out. Thank you. So
0: yeah, I like this. I actually like this much more than I thought I was going to. Like, I've never... You know, again, it's part of the reason I love doing this. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the first time I've watched it. Like, watched it. You know, I had like like a cup of coffee and and, and a notebook
1: and was watching it. So... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's... uh, not too much more I can really say about this movie. I will say this though that um and I'd really need to see Foxy Brown again mm-hmm. because Coffee I've seen a, a few times mm-hmm. but Foxy Brown I'm fairly certain I've only seen once. It's got like the same plot. That's right. the other thing. It's right. like the
0: same plot for both movies.
1: Um, But I'm curious if her character in in foxy is as well defined as it is in coffee and i seem to remember even though i know it's similar to the same plot i seem to remember that it's not quite as i don't think it, she it, is with with not as much nuance right you know what i mean and 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 i don't think that it's until and you'll correct me if i'm wrong it's until she shows up in quentin tarantino's jackie brown mm-hmm. where you see pam grier being given truly the opportunity right to flex her muscles her acting her muscles, a- as an actor as as much um as she does in coffee and, 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 all the way up to jackie brown and was that 2000 yeah. yeah i mean she doesn't
0: have a whole lot to do in grease lightning Oh, as Richard yes. Pryor's wife, that's- but I like her in Grease Lightning, and okay. and and you know,
1: I even in, even
0: if you argue that part of why they're so good together is because they're dating in real life, mm-hmm. the fact that she could bring that intimacy and and that sort of love to the screen, yeah, says something about her ability. Yeah, so true. so I liked her in Grease Lightning, but besides Grease Grease Lightning, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. What I thought you were going to say is I think as the films go on, like she goes from this to Foxy Brown, and then um, I think... Sheba baby is after that, and then finally you have Friday Foster. Right. She becomes more and more of a superhero.
1: Yes, yes. And by the end, by the end, she is right. she's clear Patrick Jones. Right, like, like I, an unpenetrable exactly. exactly. Like
0: like Friday Foster, I
1: believe she's a journalist,
0: but Sheba Baby, she's actually a private detective. Right. That you know, and you know, it's sort of like what happens, uh, you know, speaking of old episodes, it, it's what happens with Bill Cosby and Sydney Portier in their yes. films. Yes. Like by the time, you know, you you start with 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 Uptown, Uptown like Saturday, Saturday night. night, but by the time you get to a piece of the action,
1: yeah, they're the, the superheroes
0: that they were critiquing in Uptown Saturday Night, right? And you know, I don't know if if, if that's the case of of you know, back to Pam Greer, just her getting more more agency as far as how this role is going to be because the nudity also lessons up as well yes like i don't think she takes her clothes her top off at all in friday foster no,
1: friday foster she's not she yeah doesn't. so
0: you know there's that like coffee really is you know again like i have to say i was i was genuinely surprised by the time coffee went off mm-hmm. how much i you know genuinely enjoyed it
1: yeah i yeah. really did i mean like there's I mean, it's it's a movie of its time.
0: Yeah, and and, and she's this is the beginning of her acting career, so yeah. she's she doesn't give the best acting performance, right? But, but you can see it. Oh yeah, you can see it.
1: You can see it. If nothing, like I say, if you, it may not be the best acting performance, but the charisma, yeah, the 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 Pam Greerness of it all, yeah. is there for the. It's right. It's all right there. She's a star. Yeah, like she's a star. She, she hits it, the ground running. Yeah. She's a star. Boom, ready. You know, ready for my close up. Yeah, and and kills it. Yeah, she really does. Um, if I may be a man for a moment, though. I mean, I'm just going to be a man
0: for. I a mean, where are, are we? I mean, we're, we're, what are we? Where we? I mean, where? are we at? Where? The scene I mean, that you I mean, mentioned. I mean, I mean, I mean my, by my clock, we're at 54 minutes. So I think yeah. we've, I think we've been quite admirable.
1: Yes. The scene where she is with King George. Yes. And she does
0: disrobe. Yes. Like nobody rips something off yeah. of her. Right. She, which happens a lot. She actually takes her clothes off. With her back to you. With, with her back to you. Which is significant. Yes. Because, you know, when you think about Pam Greer, you think about her breasts.
1: Breast. Even though you could still,
0: you got side. Side boobage there. Well, you know to paraphrase, most deaf they so big you can see them from the back,
1: and yes, that scene has been on repeat in my mind, and I watched this for last week. Yeah, yeah, it's been on my on repeat for ten days. You know,
0: again. I'm very uncomfortable with how much they kind of put her in this position to take her clothes off. Yes, but she—I mean, she's a voluptuous woman. I mean, there's no, there's no way around it. Like it's no, and and she's an, she was an amazing looking woman. She She, really—I mean, she is. Pam Greer is beautiful right now. Obviously, she's beautiful right now. But I'm saying at this moment. It is easy to see why it, it, every it, man. It is a. It is it. It is amazing Pam that Pam Greer existed at this moment
1: in the culture. Yeah, like it's amazing. It is. You know, so it is because I because th- you think about it. Claire Patrick Jones. That's um. Tamra uh, Dobson. Tamra Tamra Dobson. Gorgeous woman. Absolutely. Gorgeous woman right? You think of all the women that are in the Bill Cosby movies. Yeah, yeah. Think about your girl, Lynette McKee.
0: Hey, man, Denise Nichols, Lynette McKee, Brenda Sykes, all of them. Think
1: about them all,
0: man. Judy Pace. Don't, hey, hey, you know I'll sit over here and start naming all my 70s sisters.
1: That's fine. And you can even go a little bit later into the 70s and you can go to a forgotten sex symbol of that time. um, Jacqueline Kennedy. Jacqueline Kennedy, Jane Kennedy, Jane Kennedy, yeah, Jane Kennedy, Jacqueline Kennedy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jane Kennedy,
0: yeah, yeah. Because you think about her in the eighties, but yeah, yeah. they can't
1: touch Pam Greer.
0: Pam Greer is amazing.
1: Pam Greer, Pam Greer. I'm going to put it right now. I'm going to say it right now. Pam Greer, maybe. Iconically, you know, they talk about all these iconic beauties. Sure, Marilyn Monroe, yeah, um, Sophia Loren, mm-hmm. definitely an iconic beauty. Pam Greer may have been and still is one of the ten finest women to have walked this. Planet.
0: I don't. I don't even think that's controversial at all. Yeah. The, the funny thing is. Like I was thinking about Grease Lightning, because it's kinda like you know I was thinking about her in the film. And I always remember her in Grease Lightning because, you know, she's like a housewife, and they mm. have her in like the, the movie housewife yeah. clothes, and mm. you know, it's just like this little dowdy dress, and mm. she's like making bacon in, in in the kitchen. Drop dead gorgeous.
1: Yes. Like she's actually drop dead. Can you imagine gorgeous. coming downstairs and having Pam Girl in your kitchen making bacon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That was easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you you know I I I do I, I do like I've I've heard interviews with Pam Greer. Like I don't know if Pam Greer's ever written a book. I'd love for her to write a book because I know she pushed a, struggled with that. Yes. And you know, and as we just said, if you look at the 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 sort of arc of her career at this moment where so much of the film, so much of the film's plot even, because even the plot of of this film, like so much of coffee, her getting out of tight spots and her kind of dealing with things is her using her, her, using her sexuality. Yeah. And these men make these decisions. And Pam Greer is one of the few women that I think physically could pull it off where you see these women say, oh, it's a shame that something, something that you have to kill me or keep me tied up because we could have a good time. And then the dude always unties. It's like, why would you do that? Mm -hmm. But it's like, dude, Pam Greer. Right. And it's like you completely see it. But at the same time. You can almost sense her wanting to say that I'm more than these big boobs.
1: Yeah. So true. Right. You know, but yeah, she's fine. Yeah, Head and grew. she's getting an opportunity to do that now. She's getting more and more, you know, roles now. Yeah, I didn't watch a lot of the L Word, but but she was good on that. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, she was, she was good, good on, good on that word, And I've seen her creep up on a couple of uh, TV series. Yeah. Uh, since since then, so she's getting you know she's getting to, and and. How many people have something like Jackie Brown in, in there?
0: Jackie Brown's my second favorite Tarantino movie. That was a great. love one. Jackie Brown.
1: That was a and that and that's a lot of people's favorite. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, movie. I'm a Django man.
1: I know. I'm not a Django man. I am a Reservoir Dogs man. Oh. Um, I, I love think Reserv- I think
0: it's a bunch of stuff Ben Reservoir
1: Dogs. I love Reservoir Dogs. It's good. Though. Django Django I like Django's just a little bit too long. Django gets to a point where I'm like, all right, I'm done. Well, it's kind of like Wonder Woman. By the time it gets to the point
0: that it's going long, it's built up so much goodwill with me,
1: yeah, that I'm just along for the ride. Yeah, but unlike Wonder Woman, which by the time you get to that, there's maybe ten minutes left. At Django, there's still a whole nother movie. I have a whole, I have a whole theory about that, and we're going to do Django because yes, Django, will. obviously, I think
0: is a black film. But I have a whole theory about that, and the quick. The the, the the one sentence theory is Django had to get his own freedom. So it's one thing for old boy to buy him
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, 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 and grant him his freedom. And then he kind of becomes Django mm-hmm. under his tutelage. But for him to actually be a free man, a free man doesn't buy his freedom. A free man takes his freedom so that Django has to take his freedom. So that second movie that you're talking, because I know the exact part where you're talking about, because it's, it's a it's a clear break. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that clear break has to be there because Django has to take his freedom. Okay. And you kind of start with him naked, hanging up, and scene by scene he puts on clothes, he gets his gun, he does all that, and so that by the end he's actually Django, the free man. Fair enough that was my one sentence that didn't turn into eight cents yeah, no, but he
1: could he could have split, <laughs> split it into two He could have just split it into two movies did it
0: before i know i know but coffee would coffee. you would you
1: recommend coffee i would i would recommend it in a heartbeat yeah it's a fun movie it's a good time at the movie theater movie theater i this was this is a film that i would be interested in. and here's a here's a, my question uh I will probably put out another question as well, um, but here's my question to some of our our, our lady missionaries. Yes, there. yes, absolutely. Because um, I actually would like to hear from. I would. You about I this. would want to hear their their viewpoints yeah. on on coffee.
0: Yeah. You know, I I, I
1: would be interested
0: in, in that because, like know? I said, I'm I'm a true hardliner mm-hmm. about Gone with the Wind as racist propaganda. So I don't want to hear anything about it.
1: There's some. There's not a lot of movies where the racism I give it a pass. There's not a lot. I I think only because now upon re- recent watchings that that it um it stands out to me. Uh oh god, and I just and I talked about the movie with you before with Andy Griffith. Uh Oh, a Face in the Crowd. Facing the Crowd. Yeah. Like there's a couple of scenes there where it, 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 it would like, ooh wow, I see that. But it, it's not racism there. It's just it's their depiction of the times. Right, 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 right. So right. it's not really racism. Well, I don't it's have a problem, problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. You,
0: you know, I really am talking about this is propaganda. Like mm-hmm. we are trying to retell a story like we're trying to tell a lie to replace the truth. To make yeah. us look
1: better. That would be a good binge lounge to talk about some movies and and media that do that. Sure, you know? yeah. That that would be a very good topic to explore because there's more than a few, like you say. You yeah, know? absolutely. And and the going with the wind, that is one that, like I, I can't get around. I can't right. get right. into that movie. And but
0: I can I understand people, and I've talked to people before about this. I don't know if my wife and I have talked about coffee specifically. I know. I know Wendy's little finds Pam Greer's career problematic. I don't know if we talked about coffee spe- specifically, but I don't know if I'm doing that with this. Like, I feel like I'm I could possibly be doing that with coffee. Mm-hmm. So I would like to hear, yeah, you know, frankly, a woman, a woman's point of view, point of view, yeah, yeah. about coffee and and the nudity and the politics of the nudity and you know how ex- exploitative it is mm-hmm. and if it, is it so much that it's a deal breaker. Right. Like is it a deal breaker? Cuz you know, I'm with you. I think I think this is a really really interesting. Dare I say good movie? Yeah. Like I I'm I'm I think I'm going to say it's a good movie. It's a good and, movie. And, not
1: not like like good as in like wow, this is a superbly crafted right. film. But it's a good movie. It's a good I,
0: good, I, I think it's a lot of interesting lot of things going on in here and like I said, coffee the character Like, I think Coffee, the character, might be one of the more interesting characters out of this moment. Yeah. You know, as a black protagonist. So, there
1: you go. I guess I'm recommending it. There you go. Um, Next week on the Michelle Mission. Yes. You have been waiting for this. I
0: have been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. We are doing Academy Award winning Best Picture of 2016. Barry Jenkins, sophomore effort, the sublime moonlight.
1: That will be next week here on the show Mission, two men, one podcast, every black film ever made, where you can hear on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and every good place that podcast be, including as a radio show at 8 p.m., on WPPM LP 106.5 FM here in Philadelphia, where in two weeks, ladies and gentlemen, the Michelle Mission for the first time will be heard as a live radio show. Uh uh. We are going to do the show live on Wednesday, June 23rd. No, June 22, June 22, Wednesday, June twenty-second, 8 p.m., the Michelle Mission will be a live radio broadcast coming your way. We're lining up something very special. It's all part of WPPM's fund drive, uh, in case you weren't aware of it. WPPM, People Power Media, is powered by the people, but it's funded by grassroots efforts. I know that's right. Such as this fund drive. Um, So we're going to be looking for all of our Michelle missionaries at that time to contact us. There will be uh, a special phone line set up, and hopefully you will feel moved to donate a couple of shekels towards their radio station to help them um, maintain their operating Operating for another year and to do something special for that, we are going to do our first live broadcast on Wednesday, June 22nd at 8 PM Eastern Standard Time. And we are lining up a very, very special guest um who has eighty percent of the way confirmed. So I can't announce it yet. No. I won't be able to announce it until after the next week. So, hopefully, every, keep your fingers crossed that everything goes great and we'll be able to announce Is it rerun
0: what's from What's Happening?
1: Rerun from What's Happening, I believe, passed away sometime. So, ago.
0: wouldn't he be a special guest?
1: He would be a very, very special guest. He'll be Plan B. <laughs> so Plan B will be rerun <laughs>
0: from what's, happening. From you have what's to say, happening. That's his entire title: rerun from what's happening.
1: Rerun. This is Freddie Stubbs. What's yeah, name? it's Freddy. Yeah. Freddie. Stubbs. Freddie Freddie rerun, rerun, rerun Stubbs. Yeah. From uh, what's happening? Yes. Yeah. Well, it's Plan B. <laughs> if we can't. Book. So if you're listening, very special guests. Don't say, "Hey, I want to listen to rerun." No, we want to listen to you. So, so, uh, like, let's see if we can't lock this down. All right, we got to get out of here. Um, email us at macho at gmail dot com. Find us and like us and and follow us on Facebook at Michelle Mission or on Twitter at Mission Michelle. You can also follow us on Instagram. Where on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook we be asking a question of the day. We asked a uh, kind of a question of the day, asking our lady missionaries to tell us what they think of coffee or Pam Greer. Your thoughts on Pam Greer's career? If you're a follower of, follower of her career. Um, do we have a question of the a more uh, more general question of the day that we want to ask our Michelle missionaries, Vincenzo? What's your favorite black movie soundtrack? Yeah, yeah. I w- I'd be interested if anybody says coffee. I don't. I'm willing to bet no one's going to say Can't coffee
0: even. Begin. No to talk one is with going you. to say coffee. I bet you someone is going to say because first of all, coffee now is No, some DJs are going to say coffee.
1: No, they're not. They're going to say right. they've mixed coffee, but it's not their favorite soundtrack. I can't they're going to say even, New Jersey Drive.
0: I can't even begin. Let's just go. I can't even with you in this right now. <laughs> coffee get the color. Of Don't do that because you're doing it disrespectfully. It's the only lyric. See. I See. Wrote. See, I don't like that. For this don't do that. For this movie. Don't do that. Don't do that to Roy Ayers. He's an American treasure. Come on. Come on. Let's 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 go ahead and good come on. He's I don't like this. Rent,
1: I'm Next time we
0: <laughs> I don't like that.
1: In parting we say.
0: We'll see you when it's time to meet again, but I don't I wasn't part of that.
1: <laughs> we'll see you when it's time to meet again. <laughs>